You're listening to Kiama Community Radio. Kiama Community Radio is proud to present to you Any of the Airlines, written, produced, and performed by Neil Riley. Episode 3. My training started with a long flight to Michigan. Then a long drive in white snow in a black government car. We finished up a long way from civilized living in a ghost town in a frozen wilderness with a broken wooden sign that said Camp Sheldrake. When I mentioned the name of the camp was the same as my smarmy traveling companion, Sheldrake's face went the same color as the inside of a salmon. Sheldrake is not my real name. Oh, well, why not? The dopiness of the question was lost on him, and he tried to explain. You see, it would be most dangerous for you if, if you were to know my real name. I see, I fibbed as we entered Camp Sheldrake. It really was a ghost town, with dark grey hard wooden shacks set in a pure white snow. It was about as far north as you could go without having to take on the religion of ice hockey, about eight miles southeast of Whitefish Point. Here's where we're part company for the time being, Sheldrake said, the man, not the camp. This was getting weird. Captain Marina here will be your traveling officer. He'll show you the ropes. I looked at the nine-foot man in a quilted outfit of olive drab. He was wearing one of those fur-peaked cap with the ear warmers tied on the side. Ma'am, he said, please come this way. He looked to be about a hundred, I reckon. As we watched Sheldrake, the man, not the camp, drive out of the broken-down gateway wearing the sign Sheldrake, the camp, not the man, Marina walked up to me tilted down his face to my face, and he said, I will allow you one question, and then all I want to hear from you is a respectful, yes sir, understand? Sure, my last boyfriend had the same approach. With his nose dripping a frozen booger a quarter of an inch from mine, he shouted, Now listen, and listen good, Missy. This place and everything here is mine, including you. Yep, just like Billy, I interrupted. Who in the Sam Hills is Billy, he spat. My old boyfriend. Shut your trap and get your caboose to Hut 7. Your bunk is there with all your kit and a set of camp rules, clear? Gee whiz, I offered flatly. I thought I told you I cut him off with a, a sir, yes sir, turning his snarl into another snarl as a frozen piece of mucus broke off his nose. Hut seven. If a building could have psoriasis, this one was terminal. Bits of stuff hanging from the exposed beam, and my bed was a, a packing case with rotting cloth inserted into it. My kit was ill-fitting, itchy, woolen. It was a suit with the last occupant's sweat, smell, and initials all over it. L-H-O. I had no idea who, who this L-H-O customer was, but I could tell by the smell I didn't like him. 
There was a a 40-watt globe hung from the ceiling that, when lit, served to make the room darker. By the so-called door was an olive-drab canvas duffel bag, again with the initials LHO under the stamp USMC. What passed as a door creaked open. A guy sauntered in and grabbed the bag. He was a kind of a rat-eyed little creep who mumbled something in a southern drawl and grabbed his grubby stuff and was about to leave when I heard Marina's scream outside. Oswald, get your ass out here. Your DH3 is pulling up on the lake to get you to your commie comrades. Go, go, go. See y'all, I said as the guy rushed by out of hut seven. A DH3. That's a small seaplane, often called an otter. He ran lickety-split over the snow, stumbling with his load to the frozen lake, where he inserted himself into the plane with skis where there were usually floats. It took off in seconds. Inburst marina. I expected another bawling out, but this time he just smiled. Look, miss, I'm sorry. We got off entirely on the wrong foot. I'm not happy here, you're not happy here, and the one pleasant thing that has happened in 16 weeks is this sidewinder has left. The captain said, indicating the door with his thumb. Hey, I said, what with this little cold snap and and, and, and all, and an Aussie nearly missing his flight and your psychotic disorder, it's a mistake anyone could have made. We can be pals. Put it there, sir. Marina's smile drifted. But at least he wasn't yelling. He said, This is hard work what I do. I take the misfits and make them fit. I hope that my training gives these jokers a chance at survival. I don't know where they go. I don't know where they come from or what they do. I just know that not many of them are likely to come back. You seem to think that Ozzy was off to join the Ruskies, I counted. He's different. A special project. An amazing shot. But an ex-Marine foul-up who was singled out by the CIA for a unique internal duty. So, what does that make me? You, you're a problem. Be sure and join us next week for your next instalment of Any of the Airlines. You've been listening to Kiama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kiama Community Radio.